0: Welcome to Money Matters with Michael Kelly. Uh, We have a very special guest here today, uh, Cliff Beckwith. Uh, Cliff is a a good friend of mine. I've known Cliff for well over 20 years. Uh, He's currently the uh, president of GAVAR, the Greater uh, Antelope Valley Association of Realtors. Uh, He he works with um, Berkshire Hathaway Troth Realtors. Uh, Excellent real estate professional. He knows more about that industry than most of the people that I've met here in the valley. He's somebody that I've known for, like I said, for a very long time, somebody that I trust completely, and somebody that uh, I feel comfortable introducing to you to get good information. So welcome, Cliff. Thank you, Thank you, you Mike. for coming. Yeah, um, appreciate it. You know, we're gonna talk about real estate. We're gonna sit here and try and, you know, get some information out of your head out to our people. Definitely. Uh, and you know me, I'm a big believer in supply and demand. Right. You know, I, I believe that's one of the biggest factors in the economy. Um, How does that affect the housing market, especially here in the Antelope Valley?
1: Well, it's huge, and especially right now in the last year. Uh, Nobody would have imagined that uh, after COVID, there'd be a demand for housing. I I didn't think I'd sell another house in 2020. And then all of a sudden, April, May, things started to explode, and uh, supply has gone way down since uh, COVID, the last 20, uh, since 2020, and uh, since really March um we're currently at around 300 active residential homes on the market uh typically we're around a 1, thousand twelve hundred in previous years so in the last year we've dropped from an average wow. of 1, so a thousand so it's significant and it's it's a really challenging time if you're looking to buy if you're looking to sell it's awesome <laughs> because um prices are through the roof uh just looking at uh, statistics through the end of uh, january and uh median home prices for the valley are around 25 percent appreciation wow for the last 10 months so that's that's cr- those are crazy numbers um uh average is a little bit lower but um, yeah 93551 which is a common zip code for a lot of people on the west side around 20 percent appreciation last year as an average so um supply is continued to go down people have nowhere to go um, we have people that want to come in here, get out of the city. We have a lot from the Valley that are moving here, um, living in apartments, the cramped places. They want some space since they're going to be quarantined. That makes sense. Which, you know, we appreciate because we have a little space mm-hmm. to get out. But um, that increased demand has put a lot of pressure on trying to find a house. So uh, inventory is really low. Demand is really high. People aren't moving because they don't feel comfortable uh, or they have nowhere to go right now. A lot of uh, the homes that are coming on the market are people that are leaving the state, leaving the area um, and things like that,
0: so. So you're seeing a lot of people basically leaving California and there's still not a big supply of houses left behind.
1: No, there's not. And you know, building is still slow. Uh, I think we're three or 400 residential homes being built a month now. Um, 2006 we were we were five or six thousand a year wow. being built you know so uh, it's sort of crazy at three or four hundred a, a year is what I should say being built now so it's okay. still not a lot it's a lot of infill things like that the builders are starting to see the prices coming up and more builders are going to start restarting projects as we're starting to see right now so that that'll help some mm-hmm. with the supply um, also, um, Prop 19, which passed last year, if you're looking to stay in the state of California, you can take your tax basis. Say you've been in your home here for 20 years, you got a low tax basis, you can move anywhere now in California, take that tax basis with you. So we're hoping that that's gonna free up you know, thousands and thousands of, of new homes in the state too. But okay. it's a slow process.
0: Yeah, that does matter. I mean, the taxes are an important part of it. And you know, your tax basis, um, what are the tax implications now because uh, I know a lot of people say, well I can't afford to buy so I want to rent mm-hmm. uh, what what are the benefits the pros and cons to each of those
1: to um, to renting yeah. and uh, buying Yeah, to buying um, you know rentals obviously you're going have appreciation, rent income, you know that um, you know primary residence um, you have deductions with interest, you know assuming. The the tax law changes a couple years affected things because your deductions being twelve thousand or twenty four thousand mm-hmm. for a for a couple really raised that that bar, but um, you know for your average couple that still has a house they're writing off your interest and things so you're getting getting those advantages and then in an appreciating market obviously you have an asset that is is going up
0: yeah too. and as the houses go up the salt tax cap. Mm-hmm. Is that starting to impact our valley um a,
1: a little bit yeah. you know it, it depends on the on the owner and the property but uh yeah
0: okay. so. yeah we're looking at a lot of of people that have equity in their homes now so they want to improve them and I understand that if you're going to be living there but what uh improvements are the best, especially if you're planning on selling the property uh are, are improvements necessary right now or which which would be the the best improvements to do
1: you know improvements are not near as necessary as they were say a year ago um, because people will buy anything right now just to get their foot in the door Um, the typical improvements that help value are kitchens bathrooms those kind of things Um, those are your biggest return on, on investment dollars. Mm -hmm. Um, back when I used to do a lot of remodeling, there'd be a lot of people that, that would think of that. And there'd be two philosophies. There'd be people that, okay, we're going to sell this year. So we're going to fix up our house and spend thousands. And I would tell them, fix up your house now, enjoy it. And Mm then in a few years when you're going to move, it's ready to go, you know, so enjoy, enjoy both. But those are the, uh, those are the main things, but you do have to be careful. Um, I have a lot of investors that reach out looking for you know, foreclosures and you know ha- places they can buy for cash. Those just aren't available right now. and I've responded to a couple in the last week and just said, you know, if there's anybody that has a house that's run down right now, I'm recommending they do some basic improvements. I have a couple listings coming up that way paint it, clean it, put some flooring in, you're gonna get more than get your money back now. Okay. Whereas in a market where things are going down or slow, it may just be better just to get out. So it really just depends on the market dynamics. But based on what we're seeing right now, a little bit of investment and but don't overdo it, okay. there's no need to overdo it right now. That's that's one of the things I'm advising most people is, you know, do the basic things, make it clean, presentable, declutter, but don't put a lot of money into it. You don't
0: need to. Okay. Well, that's be, good to know. You'll be shocked yeah. what
1: people are willing to pay for your place the way it is. That's so, really good to know. Yeah.
0: You know, and you mentioned foreclosures. I know that's always been a kind of a big market for investors, mm-hmm. but right now with the moratorium on evictions and the way things are happening, has that been impacted?
1: Yeah, I mean, there really, there really aren't too many, um, you know. And then we have uh, the, you know, through June thirtieth. I think things got extended. Now you can't evict. You can't. So um, it's it's really put the brakes on that. But there is, there are rumblings that we will be seeing. There will be people that um, are in hardship that. You know, will end up dealing with foreclosure and stuff probably later this, you know, the you next, in the months to come.
0: When or how many houses? Or? You
1: know, it, it's really hard to say. Some people think it's going to be a decent amount, but it's going to be nothing like two thousand eight because right. that that was brought on because of lending issues. It's completely different dynamics right now, and um, people have so much equity in their houses too that that may prevent a lot of foreclosures too because you sense. can you can just. You can put your house on the market, sell it, pay off the lender, and not have to worry about that. So,
0: yeah, it, it, it's tough. 2008, that market was completely different than this. Right. Yeah, oh, it was, is.
1: And people yeah. need to be aware of that. Yeah. You know, because I hear a lot of talk, oh, it's going to be like that, it's going to crash. It's like that was a totally different dynamic.
0: Yeah, houses sat empty for a long time back then. Banks owned a lot of properties. Yep. Right now, It doesn't seem like the buying and or selling process is taking very long
1: no it's not Um, people ask me you know how long will it take to sell my house and it's like it really just depends on how much we want to make and how solid a buyer we want to get because typically we could have multiple offers in a matter of hours to you know a couple days (laughs) so yeah it's 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 really crazy and the advice that I'm giving clients right now is that know we're looking for solid buyers that can actually do what they're promising because right now people are coming in with ridiculous over asking price remove contingencies and all sorts of things that they may not follow through with so we want to make sure that a buyer is actually serious and emotionally excited about buying this house and they're going to actually do it you know we have people promising over appraised value all sorts of things and then once the appraisal comes in low and they realize they got to come up with twenty thirty forty thousand dollars they may change their mind and walk so um have to you know sort of work with some of those things but um, right now just going forward um it's totally a seller's market
0: and can sort of pick and choose okay well if they're coming in above and i've heard there's some bidding wars and things like that how much should a person save if they're getting ready to buy it yeah house. I mean
1: the basic person I have, I have a new client that's just looking to get started and they just started talking to me and they've saved some uh, the minimum's going to be around 5% okay. I and mean, you can do an FHA with three and a half percent plus a little per closing costs uh, VA if you happen to have that benefit you can you know, obviously do it for less right um, some of the challenges with that though is um, say a VA comes in and they um, put an offer in over asking price and the property doesn't appraise and they don't have any extra money. This is true with any buyer. Um, they're not going to be able to make up the difference or negotiate with with the seller. So there's a lot of factors you have to consider you but, know, with that. But five and a half, 5% is usually about the lowest.
0: Okay. Because Right now, even with a five percent down, there's extra costs because you have mortgage insurance and there's other things sure. that factor into it. Right. Are you seeing people coming in with the low down payments or bigger down payments? See,
1: see a lot. Um, you know, like I said, the dynamics of you know low interest rates, which are driving a lot of what yep. what we're seeing right now. These record low interest rates, plus the people that have been confined to where they are, um, just wanting to get out. I, I see a lot of less uh, prepared buyers right now. Which you have to be a little careful of, because sometimes once you get into the buying process, it can get a little crazy, yep. and they true. freak out and want to back out. So, <laughs> um, but um, most of a lot of them are FHA low-down buyers. They're okay. willing to pay the mortgage insurance. You know, ideally, if you're in the 15 to 20, you know, 20 percent, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, which is a you know savings every month. Yep um but a lot of the buyers right now are first-time buyers or or, or move up buyers at an entry level okay. and they really don't have a lot to to work with so they're looking for homes that are ready to go too that's another thing uh, i i tell people is that um, you're gonna people are going to be attracted to the glitzy updated modern homes because they're going to move in and they're going to end up being cash poor usually Okay. They can barely make their mortgage payment. They've barely been qualified by the lenders, and they have no extras to put in the granite counters or or do things and update flooring and stuff. So,
0: so it kind of sounds the opposite of the way it used to be because now you're saying that investors, people with money, don't really care what the house looks like, and the people without money want everything finished and done, and it used to be the opposite way. Right, yeah.
1: No, it, it, it it's it depends on your buyer, but uh, we, see, we see a lot of that. Yeah. So... Um, that's why I tell sellers, you know, if you can update your flooring, paint, you know, some basic things to make it desirable, we could have a larger target market of buyers and hopefully have more offers to choose from. Mm -hmm. So
0: is there kind of a range for like income, what people make, what level of house they could afford? Like if they make 75,000 a year or a hundred or 150,000 a
1: year? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different rules of thumb. I mean, ideally 25% of your gross income, you know, for a house payment. And then you start adding on all your extra expenses that you have with utilities mm-hmm. and car loans and things like that. But you know, some people get up to 50% ratios. Wow, you that's know, pretty high. Which is, doesn't leave you a lot of disposable money left over. And uh, ideally, you don't want to do that, but it is possible. So, so is that uh,
0: affecting the interest rates with the lender?
1: It definitely does. Um, and credit scores. Yeah. you know, So if your credit score is a little low, you don't have a lot to bring in. Um, they they offset the risk with the with the
0: interest rate. So yeah. and it's it's kind of a touchy time because you see people wanting to sell and buy right at the same time. And you know, I remember ESCOs being 60 90 days. Mm-hmm. What what are your time frames now? How are people dealing with this immediacy?
1: Yeah, the, the which you're talking about like a contingent sale where say you have to sell your house, take the funds to buy the next house. Right. Uh, it's really tough, and that's one of the first questions I ask clients is, what's your exit strategy? Okay, you want to sell. Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> and if you're telling me you're going to stay in the Antelope Valley and you're looking for, say, a move-up home or something, it completely changes how we go about doing things because in this market right now, you have n- the home you may like today is going to be sold tomorrow. Yeah. And nobody is going to accept a contingent offer, meaning that you know, you have to sell and have the funds from this. So you need to be usually fairly uh, far along in your current escrow. But what we are seeing right now, and this worked a lot in the last year, I've had a lot of people do this where you you sell your home contingent that obviously, you know, to buy this one, you're gonna have to sell your current home. But people are so desperate as buyers to get into a home, they're gonna let you lease it back or rent it back for oh, a okay. period of time. If they don't have to move right away and they have some flexibility, doing a lot of lease backs. for, um, I had one for five months last year. Wow. You know, they, they said, hey, we have a place to be. We're just happy to get the perfect house and know that we're gonna have a place to go to. That's how crazy it is right now. So getting creative with a lot of different things you can do that but the, the the way of moving from this house to this house has changed a lot in this market right now it's 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 challenging and,
0: so, and that's kind of what you say as far as it being a seller's market right the seller says hey I'll, I'll sell you my house but I'm not moving out Yeah, until this until I now.
1: have this or I know I've closed on on mm-hmm. this one and people are willing to do things now that they wouldn't typically do okay so you know in a more of a normal market they're just, you know, happy to have a buyer for their house <laughs> and, then, and, and, you know, let them find the next house they wanna
0: move to, so. Yeah, and, and we hear it in every town, you know, and all over the country, it's all about location, location, location. Right. Um, what are some things to consider when you're talking to your either prospective buyers or people coming here new about sure. location?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, everybody's different. Uh, there's a home for everybody. Um, as realtors, we, you know, I sell homes to people I wouldn't move into, but <laughs> they have no problem. They love it. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of times it's schools, it's amenities. Uh, one other thing that's unique to the Antelope Valley is if you're a commuter, how how far it take, long it takes you to get to the freeway. Yeah. that's You know, like, uh, you know, something out on the far west side of Lancaster is a lot further away than you know, by uh, in Palmdale by the freeway, you know, it adds an extra 20 30 minutes to somebody's commute. So those are sometimes factors that play in but usually it's the amenities with the schools, shopping. um, And then you have people that are looking for um, safety and Mm -hmm. and um, crime issue, you know, lack of crime, lower crime. And those are all things that you can look up online and people do as realtors, we're not able to direct or steer people to certain areas. But those are, you know, all things that people consider when they're when they're looking at, at homes, you know, does it back up to a busy street? Mm-hmm. Is it on a corner? Is it in a cul de sac? Is it going to be safe for the kids? You know, they're just all sorts of different, different mm-hmm. things.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it's it's one of those things when, when you're moving to an area and you don't know anything about it, you trust a realtor and you say, okay, this is what I'm looking for. Where do I go? Right.
1: And, and I'll ask a lot of questions and, and really grill down to what, what are the important things? What are your priorities? What's your, what's your budget, you know, amenities you're looking for? And then we sort of narrow it down from there. And I usually start off with more of a global view and sort of show more of what's out there. And then we just start, start fine tuning it, especially once you get out and you start getting your feet on the ground looking at properties and you pull up to one and they're like nope we don't even want to go inside (laughs) so you're like you just make a mental note of that and you you know you move on you know that probably won't be the kind of property we'll we'll show you again yep and you go from there but uh you know when you talk about location i mean the antelope valley is prime for growth because of our cost of living being so much lower than everywhere else in this county um, and we lagged behind in appreciation after the Great Recession. 13, 2013, 14, 15 were great years for appreciation, but only because things had gone down so much right. in 08, 09, and 10. Um, but we did not rise, our prices didn't rise near as fast as Valencia, other parts of Los Angeles County. Um, they were sometimes back up to those record numbers two, three years ahead of us. Um, you know, parts of the west side. I mentioned 93551, Palmdale earlier. Um, we lagged three years behind Valencia and getting wow. back to those, long those highs. But at the same time, it was nice, slow, steady growth. Now we're experiencing a little bit more. But when you look at our median prices versus anywhere else in uh, the uh, county, we are still very affordable, even with you know, maybe 20% median appreciation in the last 10, 10 months.
0: You know, that that's just incredible growth. It really it is. is. It, so when you look at the real estate market overall, but especially here in the Inlove Valley, do you have any, what do you see it going for the next couple of years, two to four years type of thing?
1: You know, the amazing thing is what we've seen across the country, because I've had people that have, uh, that have left here to move somewhere else. And they're saying it's just as crazy there. Well, that's the COVID and the interest rates Mm -hmm. and and just low inventory that'll change. But our local area, um, we're anticipating the builders to start growing. More housing to become op- um, become available, which will probably create more move up opportunities for people. So we may have people that bought that house three or four or five years ago haven't really been able to move. We're going to start seeing those people shifting. Um, interest rates are projected to remain low for the next couple years. Good, that's a good. Which, one. you know, we all know that that really affects the affordability. Um, so that will that will continue to create demand for things. Yep and um again, just that median uh income being or uh, cost of homes being so low here versus everywhere else, and um people not having to commute as much being able to work from home that should be a big um yeah. I think we've seen a lot of growth in that area, people that you know I just want to get out of this uh, get out of the city and uh, they can do that and as we've all seen you know a lot of industries are allowing that and adapting so you know if you could have a eight hundred thousand dollar house in Camarillo or you could have a four hundred thousand dollar it leaves a lot of disposable income and frankly the Antelope Valley is close to a lot of things you know we're a little further away from but I just came back from Malibu. It was an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a great location. I love living here. The mountains, the ocean, you know, so there's a lot that we have to offer. Uh, The cities are doing a lot of great things. Uh, We have a a meeting with JJ Murphy, the city manager of Palmdale tomorrow for one of our association meetings. And he's gonna be sharing on all the amazing things that the city's doing and, and, and doing just to bring up the quality of life high speed internet is going to be brought into the entire city. I heard him speak a few weeks ago and wanted to just share that with our members. So there's a lot of great things. Um, And and my theme for this year for 2021 for our association, there's no place like home, sort of a play on Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) And but it really is fitting, is it was that? more like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Sorry, it yeah. was filmed right here in the Poppy field. Right? Yeah, she's from. She's from. <laughs> sorry, I should, I should remember that better. But it's my wife that's the movie person. Yeah. She came up. With, but the the thought being is that you, you've invested. Your family's yep. invested here. Your business is invested here. I'm commit. I can't go anywhere with real estate. This right. is where, where I'm working. So while we're here, we need to make the most of it. We hear a lot of people moving and and bad-mouthing california but there's still a lot of great things you know we're always going to hear the negatives but there's a lot of positive things going on in our community a lot of great reasons to live here to raise family whatever you're doing have a business so we're trying to focus on on those things and um you know let people know that you know the antelope valley is a great place to live
0: it really is a great place i mean like We've been here, like you said, for a long time, 26 years now, and you have roots that run pretty deep. You know people for a long time, you trust people that you've known for that period of time, and the community is just a wonderful place to live. Yep. It really is. Well, thank you for coming and sharing some of your sure. information with us. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like there's some things that are changing, so we might have to have you come back. Yeah. But, um, and thank you for watching. We really do appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to what we have to say. Uh, it is important to you to know what's going on because a home is one of the largest investments that you can have and it, it does really matter what, what you do and how you do it so if you have questions you can give us a call, you can share this video with friends or family. If you'd like to talk to Cliff more about your specific situation we can get you his contact information. Uh, overall, if you have questions let's get some answers for you because the truth of it is your money matters. Securities offered through SCF Securities Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through SCF Investment Advisory Incorporated. SCF Securities Incorporated and Kelly Financial Group are independently owned and operated. Neither Michael Kelly or Arlen Kelly offer legal or tax advice. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax advisor or attorney. Please consult legal or tax professionals for specific information regarding your individual situation.